Aloha kawa and welcome back. Today I'm going to share with you five steps to help children deal with loss or teaching children how to walk in beauty. Five steps dealing with the passing of a loved one, family members and pets included. Now let's talk about seasons because there's a season for everything. You know, embracing the passing of a loved one is an uncomfortable position. In one moment, you're running errands, then you get a text and your mind goes blank. The next breath hurts and this news changes everything. More importantly, what do you tell the rest of your family? I want to say mahalo again and thank you for joining me. This is Ho'omalama Lama from HolisticFit.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-L-I-S-T-I-C Fit.com. And let's get started. The biggest mistake most grown-ups make is that they assume the children will get over it or that they're resilient and they won't notice. Or they say to themselves, they're too young to understand. And like I said earlier, that is a mistake. I'm not a psychologist or counselor. So everything that I'm sharing with you in this podcast is based off of my personal experience and for educational purposes. After all, I am a mother. Now, if you really want to dive deeper, I just want to tell you that, yes, this is also a blog post, and I'll make sure to put a link in the description box. Now, children are naturally intuitive. Unlike adults, children don't have as many walls or barriers, and they're still forming their ideas. Much of the world is in front of them, and they watch in observation of everything that goes on. As I continue to share with you, just keep that in mind that children are in observation of everything that goes on. How they feel and what they sense about what they see is still forming. This is why it's so important that they are considered and that we spend time with them, helping them to understand and transition through the many feelings of loss. The joy you create in this life will honor them in the afterlife. You can quote me on that one. When you think about someone that you've lost, Think about the joy that they've created in this life. And then you want to honor them. The five steps are from my experience. And I know I've said that before, but I just want to continue to reiterate this um, to share with you. And hopefully, hopefully, (laughs) that was kind of funny. Hopefully, you will make it your own and translate this example into your holistic lifestyle. Keep in mind that these are only suggestions and ideas. The goal is to approach the next few steps with an open mind. Now, I want to lay out a story because you know how I am. I like to share stories and then get into it. And of course, I'm going to share a story from my example, but it's going to be super duper quick. Once you hear the story, you'll understand why I'm sharing these five steps. As a young child, I would say between the ages of five and six, I happened to experience the loss of a very dear close cousin. In my mind, she was my my little sister. She was my cousin, but I felt like she was mine. I used to call her my baby. And as a little child, I was always wanting to embrace, help with her. I just loved and adored her. Every moment, every breath, I couldn't wait to see her. Um, But the sad truth is she died. 
And as a child, no one explained to me. All I knew, this is the truth, all I knew is that her parents and her went away on a trip, inter-island trip, and then when they came back, she got very sick and I couldn't see her anymore. And then all of a sudden she was gone and I never saw her again. The next time I remember seeing her, I'm at her funeral. I don't know that it's her funeral. I have no clue what's going on. All I remember is there's a lot of emotions, a lot of adults walking back and forth, a lot of things being said, a lot of feelings being felt. And yes, I was taken care of. Yes, I was, you know, loved and fine and cared for. But there were things that weren't answered. I was looking for her. I couldn't find her. Where is she? And all I remember is standing there at her funeral, seeing this tiny coffin in front of me. And everybody's going and crying and seeing the coffin. And so I'm being told to, you know, come and see the You want to come say goodbye. I'm like, why am I saying goodbye? Now, to a child, you know, five years old, six years old, you're unclear about everything, but everyone's kind of older than you, so you kind of go along with it. And the next thing I know is there's this casket, and she's in it. Why is she not moving? Why can't I hold her? Why isn't she breathing? And I had... And the way I reacted, I had no, actually, I did have a reaction, but I had no, like, physical, in the sense where I just stood there in shock. That's what it was. That was my reaction. It was shock. And I was so shocked by what I saw that I didn't cry. But only did I not cry. From that day on, I didn't laugh. I was the little girl that you could try and tickle and would not laugh. I would just look at you. The shock settled and gripped my heart, my feelings. And all I was told is that, you know, she's in heaven. And then I thought to myself, well, I want to go there too if she's there. You know, can you imagine how that plays out in a child's mind? Now, fast forward, it took almost 16 years, uh, 15, so, so on, between there. 10 plus years, I was 16 when it happened until I've actually finally cried for her. I didn't realize, but I had, in the shock, I had stopped laughing, stopped giggling, um, actually stopped loving. I had other siblings that were born and I didn't feel the same for them because I, in my mind, they could go and I would end up standing in front of this casket like I did before. I have formed my own opinion and ideas, but also... As young as I was, everyone thought that I might not understand what's going on. I might not have a clue. Just tell her tell her the baby went to heaven. But there was so much more that I needed to process. Layers upon layers. It took me 10 years before I actually was able to cry for her. Some of you might well, you know, connect with this. Some of you might still be holding on to something that happened when you were young. A pain that you haven't been able to release. But my goodness, that final cry was like waking up the neighborhood. And it happened at an unsuspecting time and moment. But it was the release that needed to happen. It was a process that needed to happen. In order for us to help our children to move forward in a healthy, holistic way, we have to walk the steps of mourning and loss with them. We have to cry along with them. So... I'm sorry that that story might have sounded a little sad, <laughs> a little depressing, but don't worry. 
I made it through. I'm still here with you. I'm sharing with you. That's why I like to share love and light with you. That's why I'm bringing with to you the steps of walk in beauty because I'm here and I want to make sure that you're helping others to process through. So the five steps I'm going to share with you. Thank you for listening to the story. <laughs> Let's keep moving forward. Number one, feel it together. The old saying, you can't change what you won't acknowledge. Acknowledging the loss is helpful because you will have to translate the process through your body language. Why? Because every single child is good at reading body language. They're like mirrors reflecting what influences them. Your ability to feel the circumstances with them will help them flow through it. Children learn from what you do and rarely from what you say. Model the process and be the example. Side note, if you're still dealing with childhood trauma, please seek professional help. Number two, ask. Ask them, how do you feel? And then share the memories. What is it about this person that I want them to remember? How do I want them to remember this person? These are questions we must consider as adults. Communication is the key when dealing with grief. Don't let silence become a prison. Silence has a way of placing our emotions in solitary confinement. Ask, share, remember, communicate. Let your child know that you're always available, then listen when they speak. Trust is built as they learn to rely on you. This will help eliminate the feeling of abandonment, which many of us adults have felt before. Don't let it happen to your child. Number three, share. Now, number three is definitely connected to my culture and being very Hawaiian. So share a meal. Good food can do wonders for the body while sustaining the mind. It hugs our senses with warmth and allows us to find peace. Dealing with the loss of a loved one can be emotionally draining, and we might not want to eat. However, breaking bread gives us a chance to share in the grief and healing. Sitting face to face allows us to connect. Within the confusion of hurt, sorrow, and grief, the last thing you want to do is eat, right? But in my humble opinion, that's the first thing you'll want to consider. Through the grieving process, sharing a meal with your child teaches them to nourish through the pain. This is very holistic. Number four, communicate. Communicate often through words and with gestures of love. Once you've gone through the process together, begin to open up the conversation. Having a delicious meal opens the door for you to chat between servings. Maybe share a funny memory or the things you loved about that person. Allow your child to feel comfortable with talking to you. Learn to listen. You don't have to solve everything but you do need to listen. Listening validates their feelings and shows how much you care. A hug can do wonders. Number five, repeat steps one through four as often as needed. This process, and I say it's a process, will take time. Make sure that aloha or love is the foundation and be patient with your child. Be patient with yourself. Bursts of anger and fits of rage are part of the process. They're still learning how to communicate their big feelings. 
for my ohana after all the tissues and tears we managed to you know make our plates fumbling over the meal and somehow found laughter in the midst of it all i know it's not over but this starts the process the pain of losing a loved one or a pet that pain will never go away but you can create new memories to fill their hearts the goal is to create a ton of happy ones while honoring the light of the loved of the loved one who has passed and that is a circle of a holistic lifestyle again this is on a blog post i'll make sure to put a link in the description box mahalo so much for listening and take care of yourself <laughs>